In the year 20XX, in an anachronistic land full of people who enjoy video games, you, an adventurer with some very specific skills, travel across Level with Andia looking to make some coin. Welcome to Fake Fan Fantasy 2. Yeah, this, this is about what I expected. <laughs> I hope we do enough of these that we get to, you know, the Final Fantasy levels of 13-2 Rebirth. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I had a two-parter, so this is technically three, but you're calling it two. So, like, we're already off to a great start with confusing numbering. <laughs> well, the, the, yeah, it was part one, <laughs> part two for Fantasy 1, I think. It was on two discs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, so this is this is a post-apocalyptic future? It sounds pretty scary. Everyone loves video games. It's here. like the it's just anachronistic and that's all you need to know. Okay. So, cool, 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 uh, cool, 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 cool. So, you an adventurer looking to make some coin, town after town, from Testington to Quizboro, there doesn't appear to be any challenges that really befit your expertise, your specialties. That is until you stumble into Puzzleburg. As you enter the city limits, you hear some music and laughter coming from a nearby building near the main road to the city. And as you near it, you realize that it's a tavern. So hoping to find some opportunity, you enter through the door. Please describe yourself and your backstory. Oh, <laughs> you rude person, you. Hey, you made me do this, man. Uh... <laughs> I guess I did. I did yes, do that. Yes, you did. Well, this feels very D&D-ish, so I'm going to say I'm a halfling. I'm a short guy. Okay. Uh, short dude. Um, always has a skip in his step. Um, a little a li- little leprechaun-esque in that sense. Um, and his name is Brookstone Vitamax. I hope that Vitamax isn't the name of some brand. It probably is. Do you, do you go by Brooke? Yes. Cool. And why are you looking to make some money? Uh, Brooke is looking to uh, start a, kind of a, a roadshow performing troupe. And he uh, is desperately in need of money, so he's actually able to pay artists to perform with him. Okay, so he's looking to to pay, actually wants be, to put a band not, together. Not, he doesn't want to be that one guy who's like, "Hey, you should be on my band, but play for free all the time." Yeah, hey, I pay you with exposure. He's he's been in that cycle way too long. So he, he wants to give back. I, I think that's great. Okay, cool. Well, Brooke, as you enter this tavern, you find a very lively room where there's a lot of people laughing and and talking and pouring over little handheld game systems um, playing around with each other. And you you go up to the bar on the right and uh, meet the bartender, who is a a, a gruff-looking guy um, with a kind of a a half-grin, half-scowl. And he looks at you, and he's like, I know your type. In fact, I used to be an adventurer like you. But then I took a break and reopened my business. <laughs> the name's Beardo. He extends a Whoa. meaty paw to you. Lord, my gosh. I I use my hands to sort of hoist myself onto the counter so I can reach him. And I... 
hold his hand. He he shakes your hand and he leaves two little coins in your palm. And he's like, here, it's on the house. Those are clue coins. Everyone in this town uses them as currency and to bribe each other for hints when they're stumped on a puzzle. These should uh, help you start out okay. And then he gestures to a little bulletin board on the wall right next to him. He's like, if you're looking for an escapade or some work, there's plenty of opportunities on that board there. Why don't you uh, take a look? And he turns back to polishing a, a mug, in uh, a glass mug in his hand. And so uh, you look at the board and you see several different notes. Some are tacked to it. Others look like they were torn and kind of tucked in. Uh, others are taped to it. And uh, this is what it looks like. Ooh, beautiful. This is exciting. Okay, so do you want me to read these off, Jared? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Urgent dating expert needed from ZBC execs. Also, calling all treasure hunters, adventure awaits, Gail Kubert. Also, learn about the real monsters you can't see from Adam Adams. Son needs birthday gift, can pay with chum. Terry Trowler. Public service opportunity, indie indexing, Ty Pratt. That feels, it feels like some of these are puns that I haven't picked up yet. Oh, well, you and I need to sort all this out. Preston Toggle. Be a pal and help me with my upcoming wedding. Eurydice Unida? Unida. Eurydice Unida. All right. So so just like last time, uh, you get to choose a job and uh, there'll be a video game trivia challenge awaiting you. Um, and unlike last time, we will be keeping a tally of uh, your high score. So clue coins, like Beardo said, uh, can be used to, you can spend one, just like a hint coin, for uh, a little hint if you're stumped on a question. Um, but you'll also get a, a, a coin for every single answer that you uh, are correct on. And uh, at the end, I'll tell you your ultimate tally of clue coins and if there are any listeners who are playing along they can keep a tally of their clue coin total as well um and they will will just to be fair we'll say they get to start with two clue coins as well even though they can't but they can't ask for hints they can't but at least they start on the same ground (laughs) as you wait 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 quick question if i pay a coin do I get a coin back if I get that question right? That's a good question. I, I thought about that, and I didn't think of a good solution just, just, to that. Just say that you don't get a coin for the question if you use a clue coin. No. I don't yeah, know. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to do that. So if you spend a clue coin, you can still get the answer correct. Um, you just won't get a clue coin out of it. And that's still in your favor because uh, there are some bonuses uh, at the end of each challenge. Okay. If uh, if you answer, like for example, if you answer them all correctly, um, that would be you'd get a bonus for that. So, so it's in your best interest to to get things right, but you know you still want to hold on to your clue coins. You don't want to spend them all on every question. That's not uh, gonna help you much if funny. you want if you want a nice high score. So you know the rules. Let's jump into this. Where do you want to start in Puzzleberg? I'll be honest. All of these are really exciting to me. Um, I feel like 
I feel like Brooke looks at all of these and is like pretty interested in the dating one and the birthday one, but then sees you and I need to sort all this out, and he feels this sense of urgency. So I pick up the sticky note from Preston Toggle. Okay, so on the back of the the sticky note, you find an address, and uh, so you you follow the directions uh, through Puzzleberg, and you arrive at a. It kind of looks like a house with an enormous garage, which is open. Uh, and in the garage, you see several work tables that Wait, are out. Hang, hang up. Sorry, just real quick. I just noticed it says you and I as letters. I think that this is a UI related puzzle. And I just wanted to say I noticed that before you hit me with the other foot. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you just want to say I, I noticed this, this first. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I'm just slow. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so workshop, uh, open garage, tons of work tables, just completely covered with circuit boards and plastic and game controllers that are haphazardly uh, all over the room. And you you see a, a guy who is wearing a a white lab coat though that seems a little unnecessary and he's uh wearing (laughs) goggles and uh has a little soldering gun in his hand and he looks up and he's like oh hey oh i didn't notice you i've been busy repairing all these nintendo systems but i think i may have crossed a few wires by accident because some of these are playing the wrong ui sound effects could you help me identify which sound effects go to which system well, sure, mister. I'd love to help. Oh, boy, that voice isn't going to get old. Uh, okay, great. So I'm going to play a, a sound effect for you. And you have to tell me what Nintendo system. It's These are all UI sound effects. Uh, so you have to tell me what Nintendo system it belongs to. Make Heck sense? Yeah, I love this. Let's do it. All right, here's number one. Oh, boy. Do you want to hear that again? Yes. I don't feel super familiar with this one. I almost it almost sounds like the ding that happens for Game Boy Advance, but not exactly. I'm gonna say Game Boy SP. I'm afraid that's incorrect. That is the GameCube when you are on the main GameCube uh, menu uh, and you turn the cube. It goes. Is it coming back to you now? Yes, that's ah. Uh, oops. All right. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Okay, here is the next one, number two. So there's a couple sound effects in there. I'll play that again. I'm going to guess Nintendo DS. Correct. That is the options menu on the Nintendo DS. Well done. All right, here's number three. You picked hard once. (laughs) It's such a short sound, and these aren't like the, the main sounds you hear. These are like dug into... Menus. I mean, I I thought. Sorry, I I really thought. These no, were no, it's obvious. okay. It's okay. <laughs> Every once in a while, you and I remember we're different people. <laughs> and we're like, oh, our our database of knowledge is not exactly overlapping. All right, I'm gonna guess. Oh, I was gonna guess something with confidence, and then I changed my mind. Is it the Wii? It is the Wii. That's when you uh, zoom out from one of the channels. Ah. So, well done. All right, here is number four. 
That is the switch. Correct. And that's, uh, I believe that's the news button. Uh, it's one of the buttons on the main homepage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, well done. Here's another one. This one uh, might be a little tricky, just so you know. There's no other systems besides Nintendo, right? Yeah, uh, this is a Nintendo sound effect. Once more. Would you like to spend a hint coin? A uh, clue coin, excuse me. No. Is this a sound effect from a system that I have not played on? Oh, I guess that does sound like a clue uh, kind yes. of question. I think yes. I'll, I'll give that one to you for free. No, oh, I don't thanks. think you've played on this one. Uh, good. I don't think you have. Good. Is it like the 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 laser vision thing? What, what is that called? Nintendo Vision Visor? The VR thing? The Virtual Boy? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Or do you want no, confirmation? No, no. That's, okay. that's just a, and I, that was just to keep you on your toes. I guess I'll spend a hint coin. A clue coin. Just for your own sanity? Yeah. Uh, so, it's from a system. It's one of the main home consoles. But... It also has a huge add-on that you you buy for the console uh, in order to play certain games only in Japan. Uh, GameCube? I'm afraid no, that's not... incorrect. Sorry, I, I was going to guess SNES, but then... Also incorrect. Awesome. This is the N64 disk drive startup. Oh my gosh. But this is a huge thing that you at, put your N64 on top of. Again, I know that's super obscure, but I had to have one kind of wild wild card on here. So don't feel bad, Marcus. You're doing great. Oh, uh, thanks. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just providing a baseline for people who are listening to this to do better. Yeah, if anyone got it, please let us know. Uh, like I said, that one was a little tricky. Okay, we're almost done. Here's another. Once more. Uh, is that also Switch? Oh, it's probably one per system, huh? Uh, there are no repeats, so there I'll no let you repeats. guess something else. Yeah. Is it 3DS? No, that is the Wii U. So same era. Ah. You got the, the, the sound font of the era correct, but uh, no, that was the Wii U. And I don't know the exact sound effect for that. It's just something on the menu. Uh, last one. That's EA. EA Sports. No, it's not. Are you sure? It's not. Pull up like an EA commercial. <laughs> this might play in an EA commercial because this is actually a PlayStation sound effect. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. okay. I'm going to give it to you. That's a bonus coin you get. <laughs> well, I I should have just said... I should have just said that's not Nintendo because I just was recognizing <laughs> it as not Nintendo. It was a joke. It's so funny. It's okay. You get a bonus clue coin from that. Uh, You didn't have to guess anything. Um, So right now you are at five clue coins. And I'm starting to think, you know, there will be other bonuses other than being perfect. Um, In this one, uh, you will, like I said, I'm just going to give you that PlayStation one. Um, I think uh, I would recommend spending clue coins when you feel like you're you're on the verge of getting it. Like if it's like going to bug you that'd probably be the best time to spend one just to i think you're right save face yeah exactly (laughs) but do whatever you want you have agency in this world wow uh so 
you um you point out the systems that um you you believe each one of these belongs to and uh Preston uh shakes your hand and he's like oh much obliged here you go and come back if you ever need some repairs done and he hands you uh three clue coins into your hand thank you good sir i appreciate it ooh <laughs> very nice uh okay so brooke you you uh head on back to the the old bulletin board so where where would you like to go next it's urgent i gotta do something that's urgent dating expert needed mm. yes I, I have to say i'm pretty expert in dating <laughs> well yep considering you're, you're getting married soon uh, i i would believe that makes you an expert uh yeah. so let's let's see how well you do um you you follow the instructions as well you go to uh the the middle of town and to your surprise there doesn't really seem to be anyone around uh it leads you to an address where you see several warehouses all lined up next to each other um, the outdoor lights are on, but there, there's no one walking around them. Uh, there's no one outside. And so you you start to second guess whether you follow the directions correctly until uh, a man in a somewhat glossy suit uh, bursts outside the door of one of these warehouses. And he's like, finally, hurry up. We only have 60 seconds. And he grabs your hand <laughs> and he drags you through several winding hallways until you reach a door and he pulls you through the door and you see a completely dark room. Uh, you, you, you can't really make out anything except for a, a small chair and some murmuring voices. Uh Oh, so uh, he, he sits you down in the chair and he's like, sit down and wait for it to start. And he, he runs uh, to the side and uh, you, you, with your hand, you can feel right next to you. There's a, a dark, there's a well obviously everything's dark <laughs> you 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 could feel the darkness no um you you feel a curtain next to you you can't quite make it out but you can tell it's uh it's a curtain and oh um, no you you still hear some of the murmuring but then it 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 all kind of goes silent and then after a brief moment you hear a voice presumably the the man you heard earlier go it's time for and then you hear a crowd erupt in unison name that hot fictional character and the lights all go up and there's blaring music and you see a whole huge crowd in front of you that are all uh applauding uh some of them are wearing cosplays of me and uh uh, <laughs> no, but um, but some of them they, they they're they're wearing different costumes from games uh, series you, you think you recognize, and um, a, a host that you cannot see behind the curtain again presumably the man you saw earlier uh, starts speaking to the crowd. That's right, ladies and gents. Today we've got this incredible contestant, Brooke, who made his way here to find out who he might just be compatible with from the Legend of Zelda series. But as you know, he cannot see the characters on the other side of this curtain. So let's see how good he is at identifying, shall we? Okay, so um, he's going to give you a, a description 
of a Zelda character, and you have to guess who the Zelda character is. These are all attractive Zelda characters. Objectively. Objectively attractive, that's correct. Important distinction, thank you for clarifying. You're welcome, yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, you, you ready? Any questions? No, I think that Brooke, like, slicks back his hair and sort of puffs out his chest a little bit and says, This is my time. Bachelor number one. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. This first contestant has an incredible singing voice. They might just be the date of your dreams. You'll just never want to wake up. Well... I do think I recognize that beautiful voice once in a dream. Is it Marin from Coho Lint Island? Correct. Okay, so that's one uh, clue coin. And next. All right, number two. A truly dedicated Hyrulean who will always help you in a bind. Just don't ask to see their birthmark. What? <laughs> Birthmark. Help you in a bind. Wow, their white hair is out of this world. <laughs> They're a shy one, folks. <laughs> um, help you in a bind is what's catching me off because, like, I to ignore that part. Okay. Um, could be like Girahim. Uh he has white hair. There are also a lot of Sheikah. I'd like to use a, a clue coin to figure out which game this character is in. Mmm. From the wonderful game of Breath of the Wild and its follow-up, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. You'll never find a more dedicated Sheikah to their people. Okay. Birthmark. I don't know anything about a birthmark. Uh, is it Paya? Ding, 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 that is correct! So a bit of trivia for you, Marcus. If you do all of the side quests in Kakariko Village, because um, you can you can ask Paya where she gets her name, and she's like, oh, it's from my birthmark. It's in the shape of a papaya. So anyway, uh, you still got it. Good job. I'm, I'm so sad that I never experienced that. Uh. <laughs> Sounds it's like fine. quite the I, cringy. I, uh. <laughs> I think you'll do better on these next ones. So, all right. With red hair and a love of animals, this contestant will have you falling for them all over Hyrule. All right, red hair, redheads. We have the girls at Lon Lon Ranch who like horses. We have Din, who I think there are animals in Oracle of Ages, but that feels like too deep a cut. Sorry, Oracle of Seasons. Um, who likes animals? Uh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, the the one someone in the crowd boos at you. Uh, I'm gonna spend another coin. What okay, game? you spend a coin. Uh, this is from Skyward Sword. Who wouldn't like that luscious pompadour? Oh, I thought that these were all girls. Okay, Groose? 
Yes, I was kind of hoping you'd guess Malon, and then I could surprise you with Groose. That was a trick one. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, but he loves he loves his bird, and he has red hair, and he ha- will have you falling all over Hyrule. So yeah, that's good. That, that was uh, that was uh, very I was, clever. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's what I needed. I needed some validation. So you spent a clue coin, which means you're back down to five, which is fine. Don't worry about it too much. Uh, here's the next one. Some call them goth, but I call them hoth. This contestant is the only one to actually kiss Link in the official Legend of Zelda manga. <laughs> Whoa. Goth. Um, you could... Uh... Kiss, to kiss who? Kiss Link. Kiss Link. This is the only one to actually be depicted canonically kissing Link in the in one of the Zelda mangas. I'm gonna guess Midna. That's correct. It's a doozy, man. I read the whole series last week, eleven volumes, like grand epic that like dives into like the lore of like ocarina of time and the reincarnation cycle it's wild oh that's it's cool. so wild and yeah midna at the very end of the game when they are partying at the uh the mirror of twilight she kisses link which is crazy never would have thought nintendo would be cool with that but that was it was it's it pretty crazy so good job uh you got that one correct right all right only a few left ladies and gents You'll never find a taller, more imposing figure, a perfect sibling, and even more perfect teeth. Prince Sidon. That's correct! What a pal. What a good best friend he is. He is good. He is a pal. All right. This prospect has an eye for business and a taste for adventure. Prepare for a salty voyage if you decide to date them. You think Linebeck is hot? Hey, we every you heard it here first, folks. Brooke thinks Linebeck is hot, and he's correct. All right. And our final final dating prospect. No one rocks the tights better than this contestant or a luxurious goatee. They're hot. They're cool, Lou Limpa. Meet our final guest, <laughs> Tingle. It's the tingle. crowd erupts. They're all just cheering at the top of their lungs. He got it right, ladies and gents. All right, drop the curtain, and you drop it, and you just see a, a you see posters of each of the characters <laughs> you were hoping for at least someone dressed in cosplay but no. uh no and he's like that's right brooke has done it so tune in next week when we go over the metal gear solid franchise take care everyone and then a loud buzzer goes off and then everyone immediately goes silent and quietly files out of the room <laughs> the the host walks over to you and he he drops a couple coins in your hand he's like thanks kid and he leaves. Can, can, can I also have uh, a bonus of being able to roll up that Tinkle poster and take it home? Mm, yeah, knock yourself out. Ah, uh, yay. I'll grab the poster and scamper on out. You mentioned Girahim, which I feel really should have been on this list. So I'm going to give you a bonus clue coin for uh, pointing out me being ignorant. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So you, uh, I could my count could be a little off, but I believe you're up to nine clue coins. Hey, you're you're the, the you're the game master. If you say it's nine, it's nine. <laughs> All right, 
Okay, uh, back to the old drawing board. Back to the pin board. So what does ZBC execs stand for? ZBC is Zelda. Oh, the Zelda Broadcasting Commission. <laughs> cool. But I guess they cover other game franchises. Who knows? All right. I think next, learn about the real monsters you can't see from Adam Adams. Okay. So once again, you, you pull down the sticky note and follow the directions, and you head to a middle school that seems kind of eastern in style in terms of architecture and uh curiously enough the directions leads you to a specific room in this middle school um which is an empty classroom and there's a a rather ordinary looking kid uh alone in that classroom Uh, he seems to be surveying something he's looking around and there's a, a weird purplish light emanating from his wrist Totally and he sees normal. you, and he walks up to you, and he's like, you the guy? Yep, that that's me. You have a, a deep voice for a small child. I get that a lot. Listen, I need you to know something. Everyone's all about Pokemon these days, <laughs> with their cute designs and the, the harmless little battles... These schmucks don't realize it, but you better believe you need to look out for the real threat. Yokai. These devilish creatures will ruin your life through sheer inconvenience, and I need to make sure that you are prepared to face this threat. And he hands you a piece of paper and a pencil, and it's a little test. Uh, He's like, let's see if you're prepared or not. And uh, on this list is uh, a bunch of names, and there's two checkboxes next to each name, and the checkboxes say Pokemon or Yokai. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a, a name to you, and you have to guess if it's from the Pokemon franchise or Yokai Watch. Jared, last time you, or last time I asked you a Pokemon related question or something like that, I outed myself as not a Pokemon. Not a big enough Pokemon fan to my fiance, and it cost me, uh, it cost me dearly. I'm not sure I can go through this. Here's the here's the thing: you are engaged to someone who's huge on Pokemon. I bet you know way more about Pokemon than you did a few months ago. I don't think I internalized any names. Also, which generations are these gonna be from? I believe these are from all over, but probably most likely. Uh, the most recent generations. Okay, if they're not in the first three, I guess four generations, then it really will be a 50-50 chance. Obviously, I know nothing about yokai. You know I know nothing about yokai. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay, so here is the first one. Komala. Could you use it in a sentence? Wow, look at that Komala. Mm, That does help. Here's the thing. I don't even have a baseline for what names sound like in yokai so i i think i'm just gonna rapid fire this one i'm just gonna guess each one based on gut instinct and okay just take take the l you know all right uh yokai uh no it's a pokemon it's a comatose koala Komala. that's no way (laughs) next one baku b-a-k-u yokai Correct. This one puts you to sleep. Uh, next one. Renurigus. 
Ranuragus. Pokemon. Correct. It is an evolution of Yawmask. Uh, Naked Speed. Gosh, that's got to be yokai. Correct. This yokai makes you fast. While naked? I don't know. <laughs> don't you ever ask these questions. Next, Alu. A-L-L-O-O. Alu. Mm, could be either Pokemon. No, it's an illusion yokai. Raboot. Oh, yes. The rabbit boot Pokemon. It is a Pokemon. Uh, it's a mid-evolution of Cinderace. Uh, next one, Ribombi. It's got to be Pokemon. Also correct. Uh, almost done, Pandle. Like handle with a P. I know you try to be tricky with these. It sounds very Pokemon-ish and like having a, a single kind of portmanteau. I'm going to say Yokai, though. That's correct. That is the first yokai in the dex or dex equivalent or whatever. Uh, Shmoopy. 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 Oh, I love Shmoopy. Um, um, ah, is um, the Pokemon? Uh, yokai. Ah. This one is described as cute but manipulative. Okay, and Oricorio. Uh, Pokemon. Correct. Uh, that is a bird that uh, its type is based on what nectar it eats. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so out of all of these, you uh, do, apparently you do well enough on this test that uh, Adam Adams looks up at you with a, an impressed look on his face. And he hands you uh, a watch that is uh, attached to his wrist and he says... Finally, I am free of this curse. And he leaves the room. As a puff of smoke? And well, as he leaves, you, you see you see some, some kind of wispy thing out of the, the corner of your eye, and you start to regret coming here. So um, so thank you. And by the way, this, uh, this category was a, a guest submission that from was? our brother, who Adam? is very much, you know, Brother Adam, who is very into yokai. So he made that entire list for you, Marcus. That's awesome. That's so cool. I was going to uh, ask you. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, that was an awesome question, Adam. You picked some good Pokemon, good yokai. I recognized zero of the names. I will also let you know that he wrote a bad ending for you if you got less than six, but you, you did well enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, really appreciate that Adam thanks for contributing to this uh, doing a little guest uh, submission on this journey that Brooke is on so okay well done uh, you head back to the bulletin board heck yeah son needs birthday gift okay great okay so uh, for this one you go to the outskirts of town and you find an old grizzled man who is sitting next to a pond. He has, his, he has a line in the water. He's wearing a vest and a, a big yellow floppy rain hat. And uh, in one hand, he's clutching the rod, and in another, he's holding a rolled-up magazine. Uh, next to him is a bucket filled with some indiscernible pink clumps that give off a very lurid scent. Uh, he looks up at you, and he's like, it's about time someone volunteered to help me. 
My nephew's birthday is coming up soon, you see, and I want to give him something special. His hobby is video games, like all the youngsters these days, so I'll be picking up a game or two for him, but that being said, it is imperative that I ensure he maintains interest in upholding the family tradition of becoming a proud fisherman one day. So I want you to help me pick out some games from this catalog here that at least have a fishing minigame in them. <laughs> Subliminal messages are an important tool. Aye, they are. I love this. This is wonderful. <laughs> so I, I, in this game catalog, uh, just imagine one of those you know Christmas toy catalogs with a bunch of games in them. And uh, you see a bunch of games. You have to identify whether each one has a fishing minigame or not. All righty. Okay, and by the way, you have about 16 clue coins. And I'm going to award you another one because you got the good ending from uh, the yokai challenge. Okay. All right, so here's the list. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Frontiers does have a fishing minigame. Correct. Okay. The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. Um, I know that Link's Awakening does, so I'm going to guess this one does not. Correct. Okay. Stardew Valley. I mean, you fish in it, so <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got it. Okay. And uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. There's no way. No. It does, actually. What? You could do a lot in that game. Uh, it's very detailed. Um, so yes, there is fishing in Red Dead. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You said Red Dead Redemption 2, and in my head, I heard Red Steel 2. No, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. Uh, I thought, I, I don't know why, I just heard Red something 2. Red, yeah. All right, that's fine. We Play. Yes. Correct. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes? Yes. It does. Bug Fables. Yes? It does not. Ah! I'm sorry. It should, though. That would be nice. Oh, I should have known they're bugs. What fish are fishable <laughs> oh, to they, bugs? They, they, they make little, like, pets in that Like They make, like, aphids be, like, a domesticated pets in that game. So I'm sure they could come up with fish, but... No, there is not a fishing minigame in that one. Uh, Yakuza 6. I mean, yeah, all right. The fact that you do 6 means that you're either super mean, because you know I've played none of those games. I assume you picked out one of them from the catalog that does have a fishing minigame. I'm going to say yes. Correct. Star Fox Adventures. Uh, now, I know you've played this one. I've watched you play it. That's the relationship. <laughs> Important we distinction. Had. Yeah, right. It right. had some weird stuff for a for a Star Fox game. It did. I'm gonna say yes. Ah, uh, it does not. <laughs> I I just want everything to have a fishing mini game. <laughs> uh, finally, this is the last one. Elden Ring. No. Correct. Couldn't slide that one past you. Well done. Uh, the fisherman uh, says, You were a fine help today. Here's your payment. And he holds out the bucket to you. And it's just revolting. The, the smell it fills up your nostrils. And it seems to be kind of pulsing. But before you get the chance to respond to his offer, he, he pulls it back and he says, Wait a moment. 
Uh, I have a better idea. This valuable chum might net me more than one of those games you pointed out. I'll just use it to pay for those instead. Here, hope this isn't too disappointing, but you can have some gold doubloons instead. He drops some coins <laughs> in your hand. I, uh, Brooke kind of snaps his fingers with disappointment, but continues on his way. Uh, he, he feels validated by this, so you get a bonus clue coin. I will say there are, you can get bonuses from role playing very well, so oh. I do want I well, want to incentivize I, that. Well, then I shouldn't have done a weird voice that's not sustainable for myself. Oh, you well. can keep a high voice if you want. It's your character. Well, uh, all right. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jared. <clears throat> Sorry. On the way back to the board, Brooke rolls out his tingle poster upon the ground uh-huh. and kneels beside it and says. I'm like Tingle in so many ways. Short, beautiful. How can I embody my role model? How can I be a band leader, a role model? And then he rolls it up and keeps walking. Okay. How did I do? Was that good? Did, yeah, did yeah I this do is good? pretty introspective. Yeah, Yeah. thank yeah. you. I'm yeah. not giving you another coin. No. Uh, okay, back to the bulletin board. Um, be a pal and help with my upcoming wedding. From Eurydice Unida. Okay. You follow the instructions and you see, you come to the the tallest building in the town. It looks like a skyscraper. And as you walk in, you realize it is a a grand hotel. Uh, And in the lobby, you see a a very stately woman in a large gown uh, pacing back and forth. And uh, she spots you and rushes over to you and says, Oh, thank goodness you're here to help me. Uh, I'm out here visiting my fiancé, and uh, as a a wedding gift, I was going to uh, buy him, well, I did buy him, a a bunch of games that I just know would be perfect for him. But the thing is, where I come from, they're all the PAL versions, so they might not even work on his console. So I, I got a refund, but I want to buy those exact games in this region. So could you please help me discern the localized titles for each of these? I can certainly do my best. Oh, splendid. Splendid. Okay, so for each of these, I'm going to tell you the the PAL version, the uh, the European PAL version title. And you have to tell me what it's what the title is here in the States. Are you going to redact any part part of them? Like I am not. I'm just okay. gonna read you the full title, and so you just got to tell me the the um, what it's called out over here. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. Luigi's Mansion Two. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. That's correct. Okay. Here's a weird one. Yoshi's Universal Gravitation. What the? Um. Um. This is one of the hardest challenges, just you know, so don't feel bad if you struggle a bit. Okay. In my opinion. So so I have to figure out if this is Wooly World or Crafty something. Hmm. I'm just gonna go out, out on a limb and say it's a Yoshi game over here. <laughs> yes, that is correct. I'm gonna say I feel like it alright, I'm gonna spend a coin. Okay. It's uh it's kind of it's almost a reduplicative uh a title like oopsie oopsie daisy or 
whoopsie whoopsie dupsie <laughs> it has it has namby pamby namby pamby yeah it has a, a an alliterative name that i guess could be interpreted as universal gravitation but yeah okay let me just think hard and <laughs> google I'm, it on your phone let uh-huh. me just think really hard um i'm thinking i'm thinking Reduplicative? I think that that's gonna throw me off a bit. Uh, uh, just, just give a give your best guess, and if you're close enough, I'll give it to you. Okay. Yoshi, topsy turvy. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Thanks. I I'm not sure I've ever heard of that game before. Fair enough. So. Well, I don't feel that's bad. Awesome, uh, you you used a coin, so you might as well. Uh, all right. Yeah. Beat the Beat, Rhythm Paradise. Beat the Beat, Rhythm Paradise. Is it Elite Beat Agents? It's not, but I want to give you another try for free on this one. Okay. Well, Rhythm Paradise, Rhythm Heaven. uh, Is it Fever? Correct. I'm going to give you that one. Rhythm Heaven Fever is called Beat the Beat, Rhythm Paradise in Europe. Moving on. Uh... Kirby Power Paintbrush. All right. I can see this game in my head, but I don't think I know our title for it. Um, is it Canvas Curse? Correct. Kirby Canvas Curse. Uh, Lilat Wars. Lilat Wars? Yeah. Um, all right. That's a Star Fox title. Like, Lilat is from Star Fox. So is it Star Fox Adventures? Uh, no, but I'm feeling generous, so I'll give you another stab. Um, is it a Star Fox game though? Yes, it is. Okay, Lilat what? It's just called Lilat Wars. Lilat Wars. So that doesn't sound like a mainline game. It is. It is a mainline game. But it's not Star Fox colon Lilat Wars. They didn't call it Star Fox. No, they just called it Lilat Wars. Maybe they thought it would sell better. Oh, I I wonder why that was. Is it Star Fox Zero? It's not. I'm sorry. Okay. It's Star Fox sixty four. This is oh, like the Star Fox game. This is like the one everyone loves. And they they published it as Lilat Wars. I guess, like I said, they thought it would sell better. Star Fox wasn't a big IP yet at that point. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, interesting. Um, but you did get it was you did guess it was Star Fox off the bat, so uh, we'll uh, we'll give you a half point. See if you can earn another half point. It's it's okay. I'm not in this for the coins. I'm in this for the fun. <laughs> That's the way to play. Okay. Uh, pull blocks. Pull blocks. Push push mo. Yes. Well done. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, a, a bit of a weird one. Probotector. Probotector protector but with bow in it yeah pro protector clue coin uh this is an nes game uh it's a shoot 'em up it, it involves lots of guns and explosions probotector i believe it's a konami game where you can type in the konami code at the beginning and then you'll get all the weapons and invincibility or something like that uh-huh. uh it's not golden eye is it it's not. It's Contra. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that one's weird, though. Who? Why did they call it Probotector? Who knows? I, yeah. I wish I 
kept track of Konami games. Oh, well. And we'll say you used your half point <laughs> as a clue coin for that. Cool. Uh, UFO Enemy Unknown. What? Oh, yeah. This is a hard game. Um, Alien? No. Can you think of any other games that have Enemy Unknown as a subtitle? Right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Uh, no worries. Uh, the answer to that is XCOM. Um, ah. It was called... We Over here, we call it XCOM Enemy Unknown. Over there, the first game uh, was UFO Enemy Unknown. And then over here, it was XCOM UFO Defense. It's it's a little weird how the, the names flip-flop around. Yeah. Very weird. But uh, good job. Uh, Eurydice is, uh, still seems... Um, relieved that you were able to help her identify at least most of these and so she opens up a a tiny little coin purse and says for your troubles and gives you a a few coins that are kind of look like clue coins but they have a a face you don't recognize on them and um she uh leaves uh, she trots away on her heels to go purchase those localized games nice okay uh, I think you only have two left. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, just two left. I want to go see Gail Kubert. Calling all treasure hunters, adventure awaits. Adventure awaits. You follow these directions that rely heavily upon taking a specific number of paces in various cardinal directions for some reason. <laughs> and you uh, arrive outside of town at a very dusty red stone structure. It looks ancient in appearance, but rather recent in its construction for some reason. Uh, in front of it, you see a small tent and a little charcoal grill sitting over a campfire next to it. And standing next to it, is an unshaven, uh, very, very sunburnt man wearing a safari hat, uh, staring up at the the stone structure, uh, a hand up blocking the sun. And he turns as you approach. He says, Oh, hey there, mate. You must be the adventurer everyone's going on about. I could sure use your help. You see, legend says that this here temple has been around since 2001 GC, and the one who built it left a priceless treasure at its center. But in order to get to it, you have to solve a series of puzzles based on the temple builder's favorite games from his youth. Now, I can't make heads or tails of this, but maybe you could take a crack at it, eh? Here, take this map, and I'll just be back here taking a kit by the barbie. Ta! <laughs> Wow, so authentic. Also, uh, GC is what I'm hearing. I'm thinking this is a GameCube puzzle. Hmm. Yeah, and as you think that, uh, you look down at the map in front of you, and it doesn't really look like a map at all. It looks like two columns uh, with different text or symbols underneath each column. Uh, so it doesn't really look like a map at all. But um, at the very top of each column, uh, the first column is a, uh, a rectangle with a little swoop at the top and a little triangle on top of the swoop that says only four. Uh, and here is a, a picture for your benefit. So that's the, that's the first column. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. And in the second column, you see a, a symbol... That looks rather familiar to you. It is kind of a weird shape with a lot of circles all over it. 
here's the picture. Do you want to describe what you're seeing? It's a GameCube controller. Oh, well, it may, maybe it, I mean, it could it's be. It's a Who simplified knows? GameCube controller. <laughs> okay, and that and that is the second column. So first column is uh, is the game, and the second column is something to do with uh, direction or button input or something. Okay, so at the front of this temple, uh, there's no door that you can discern. But you do see a, a narrow slit, that a, a kind of a, a gap in the, the center of the structure. And you, you can't quite see through it, but you, you look down at your map. And in the first column, you see the letters PM colon TTYD. And on the right column, you see the letter R. All right. Paper Mario, the thousand year door. R, I don't know if it means. Oh, oh, it means what happens when you press that button in that game. That's kind of cool. When you press R in Paper Mario, the thousand year door, you go flat. Is that right? Uh, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Is that not? Yeah, no, you're right. So, So what do you do? I turn to the right. Okay, so as you turn, the gap suddenly seems a little wider, and you're able to squeeze through it uh, far easier than you expected. <laughs> and you, you make it into a, a new chamber um, that's lit by a few torches. This chamber is filled. Uh, ceiling, walls, floor, all have uh, different panels uh, all over it that are all kind of indented a little bit. Uh, so you look down at your map, and in the left column you see T-L-O-Z colon W-W. And in the right column you see an up arrow and the letter A. Okay. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Moving forward, pressing A is a somersault. I begin somersaulting. Okay, so as you somersault you hear really loud behind you, but you keep somersaulting and you reach the edge of the chamber and you see a door open up. And as you look behind you, you see that several plates full of spikes kind of jutted all over, except in the spot where you somersaulted. So good job. Okay. So you enter the next room in this one. You see three columns, three little uh, pillars about as high as your waist and uh, about as high as my head correction <laughs> sure as high as your head um on the first one you see a little whistle on the second one you see a mallet and on the third one you see an ocarina and so uh on your map on the the left column it says p2 and on the right column it says the letter b P2, Pikmin 2, Pikmin 2, B, that's when you blow your whistle. So what do you do? I blow the whistle. Okay, so you, <laughs> as you blow the whistle, you, uh, you, hear, you feel shaking and you, you hear some distant noises that kind of sound, uh, they, they're, they're very soft, but you hear a little... And... Uh, 
uh, a door slowly moves, um, almost as if it's it's being uh, carried away. And so uh, an, an, an opening appears behind the slab, and you walk through. Uh, in this room, you see holes everywhere. Holes all over the room. Um, you could fit into any of them. Uh, and you look down at the map. And it says in the first column, LM. And in the second column, it says A. Lava Mario. Laramie Miranda. <laughs> Laramie Miranda, the best character in all oh, yeah. of video games. LM with holes. LM in a room full of holes. Only for GameCube. Okay, so this is a game that only... So it's a Nintendo. This is one of the uh, first games that came out on the GameCube, just so you know. Legend of Mario. <laughs> I think there'd be an O in there if that was. I think case. I think I need a, to use a hint coin here. Can you give uh, okay. me the, one of the words or something? Yeah, I'm going to give you a, a musical hint. <laughs> ah, thank you. Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. All right. And what is the what is the other column? Uh, the other column says the letter A. Mario. Okay, as you call out Mario's <laughs> name, uh, one of the holes starts glowing and it, it lights up, and so uh, Mario. Uh, Mario. Mario. It, it is full-on yellow now, just completely bright, and you can tell that there is something on the other uh, side of the hole. So you go through that hole, and you arrive in what feels like the penultimate chamber. You, you're not sure, but uh, at least on this map, there's nothing after this. So you are standing almost, as it were, on a platform, and in front of you is a uh, a rock that is spewing water straight forward. And you cannot see the other end of the room, but the water is shooting out into the darkness. And so, uh, on the map, you see the letters on the left column, SMS, and in the right column, you see RAB. Super Mario Sunshine. RAB is a crouching backflip, I think. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait. R A B together. R A. Uh, th- these these letters kind of seem spaced out, actually. Okay. R. All right. R is to shoot water. A is to jump. B is to slide. I'm going to go to it and w- slide like a slip and slide. Okay, so you you jump and you dive forward. And yeah, sure enough, this feels like a slip and slide. And you see a wall rapidly approaching to you, but then suddenly the floor starts moving and turns into an incline. And you're diving down, and then you enter a chamber that is glimmering with treasure. In this room, uh, you see, in the, the center, you see some sort of sarcophagus. Um, there is a couch with a bowl of something in that... Wait, wait, what is that? Are those Cheetos? Oh, no, those are coins. Those are clue coins. Um, and then uh, over uh, on the, the right side of the wall, you see a, a another uh, like a little rug on the floor with a CRT TV hooked up 
to a purple cubular console uh, that is running the Smash Bros. Melee intro video on loop. And um, underneath the sarcophagus, you, you walk back over to that, there is a plaque that reads, I will wake from my slumber and rise again. When the Thousand Year Door gets a proper sequel. <laughs> nice. So, uh, I, I will leave it to you what you decide to do, but I would recommend grabbing the coins and uh, <laughs> making your exit. Uh, I'm taking all of those coins. Too many to count, right? Right? We're going to give you, uh, you... You did such a good job. We're going to give you seven. Yay! I, I really like that puzzle, Jared. That was really cleverly put together. Thank you very much. And for the listeners at home, for some of those things where I, with less confidence, said things, Jared did not give me any cues, just a deadpan stare, letting me say, uh, I I do that then. So Jared made me work for it. I really enjoyed connecting those dots, though. That was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So you make your exit, and uh, the gentleman, Gail, uh, notices the coinage you were able to find in there and he says oh good on ya reckon they must have been a big fan of the classics eh well I'm tickled someone made it through you can keep whatever you found in there I'm just stoked to let everyone know on my tumblr that you solved it hooroo and uh, you head back to the bulletin board what (laughs) okay to the bulletin board I go and um, one last trouble to solve here yes I, I always put off service so, public service opportunity, indie indexing by Ty Pratt. So, thankfully, this one, after all that walking, this one's actually quite close. It's only a, a, like a house or two away. You knock on the door and you hear a voice say, come in. And you walk in and you find yourself in a, uh, a living area that has a, a bright green shag carpet and uh, red wallpaper and a bunch of different couches and chairs that do not match each other at all complete with a coffee table in the center and there's a guy uh, wearing ripped jeans who's sitting in one of the armchairs he looks up at you and he's like oh what's up man yeah I want to put some uh, art in here to liven things up a bit because I invite guests over here a lot and I, I don't want to seem, like, too mainstream, you know? So I was thinking, like, maybe we put up some indie game characters. Uh, I found an artist who gave me a list of characters that he can do, like, custom, you know? Uh, but I actually don't know what games they're from, because I don't really play video games. So, <laughs> anyway, it, it's after business hours, so I can't call him to ask, and I don't want to bug him, you know? So... Yeah. Figured you could maybe help oh, me yeah. out. <laughs> I, Jared, I love that you have internal logic for why these things are happening. That's great. Hey, you established this format, so this is all thanks to you. Um, so he 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 wrote down a list of characters, and he wants you to tell him what indie games these characters are from. These are main characters. Uh, so. The, the, the star of the show for each of, of these indie games. You just gotta tell me what indie game they're from, okay? Okay. Okay. Here is the indie game catalog, or the, the indie index, as it were. 
Zagreus. Zagreus is from Hades. That's correct. The Drifter. I feel like that's Dead Cells. Ooh, very close. This is Hyperlight Drifter. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, Drifter's in the name. That's a yeah. That's M- a... Most of these are are actually pretty obvious. I will say. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. No, that 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 Rude. no, that was actually right, really yeah, hard. Yeah, keep keep going. The keep Drifter going. could be anyone. Uh, the Knight. Not Shovel Knight. It's just the Knight. The Knight. I'm sure it's in a game that has that in its title. But none come to mind. Clue coin. Patink. Clue coin. Uh, this is incredibly, annoyingly popular. And everyone is waiting the sequel very anxiously. Annoyingly popular? To me, at least, yeah. No one will shut up about this every Nintendo Direct. Hollow Knight. Correct. Well, okay. I mean, there is a name for your character. It's the the hollow one. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I looked it up and it said the knight, but whatever. We'll we'll give it to you. You, you could make a lot of enemies by saying annoyingly. <laughs> it's I it's it's a good game. I need to give it another try. I'm just tired of hearing about it all the time. No one everyone wants Silk Song so badly. I'm sure it'll be great. It'll come well, out eventually. Well, Jared, but... I think they'll stop talking about Silk Song when you stop talking about Thousand Year Door. How's that? <laughs> mm, mm, fair point. Very fair point. Okay. Rusty Rusty is from SteamWorld Dig. That is correct. Frisk. Frisk is a character in Undertale. That is correct. This is the main character in Undertale. These are all main characters. Uh, Tim. Is he a character in Thomas Was Alone? He is not, no. Could, do you want to check? Are you sure there isn't a Tim? That one is named Thomas. But but there he meets other people. Is Main there a Tim? character. Main all right, all right. character. Tim. 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 Timmy. Tim. 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 Uh, clue coin. Ba-ding. Okay, this is an indie game. I don't think you've played it, but you've absolutely heard of it. This is one of the first games to ever be called an indie game. Very significant, and it has a twist ending that people love talking about. Is it Braid? That is correct. So you saved some face there. Good job. <laughs> Uh, Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, I got, uh, Clue Coin, because I feel like I do know this. So you I... have played this game. You have played it. Gomez uh, is a cute little character. He wears something on his head that kind of rhymes with his name. Kind of rhymes with one syllable from his name. Oh, that's the name of Fez. Okay. That is correct. And I like that you've, you're willing to use your Clue Coin, so I'm going to give you... One right now as a bonus. <laughs> There's no consistency to this, but you're get. I just like seeing your score go up. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy seeing high numbers. That's nice, <laughs> Madeline. That's the, po- that's the point of high scores. That would be um, Celeste. That was correct. Her name is not Celeste. Her name is Madeline. Stanley. Oh, that's a hard one. Um. <sighs> Stanley Parable. Correct. Uh, the Beheaded. The Beheaded. The Beheaded. That could be Dead Cells because it's just a flame head. Um, yep, that's my guess. Correct. Yay. Also known as The Drifter. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> that's Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, Henry. Henry. Henry is a common name. It is. And this is a, a commonly revered indie game. Does Henry talk? He does. Clue coin. Patink. I want to live in this indie game. Well, I want to live in the world of this indie game. Uh, it's very pretty. Stardew Valley? Takes place in a real life state. Stardew uh, Valley? There's a lot of swearing in this game. Stardew Valley? It is not Stardew Valley. <laughs> There's a lot of swearing in this game, he says. Like a really pretty game. What's a game that... You and I have both played it. Yeah. Henry. Takes place in Oregon. That's probably supposed to help me. It's probably supposed to be a hint, isn't it? Do you want to spend another clue coin? <laughs> I'm rolling in these. Patink. Take another. <laughs> Okay, it rhymes with Meyer Crotch. <laughs> that took me way too long. Firewatch. <laughs> hey, good job. Oh, good job. Meyer Crotch. I was just sitting there with that being like, what the heck? Okay, so you, you get a net loss of one coin from that. <laughs> nice. And Stella. Spiritfarer. Correct. All right. Uh, you hand over the the list and uh, tell him what games these are from. And he goes, Can I point out that he should definitely frame Zagreus? He'll yeah. He he looks at the art for the him and he's like, righteous. <laughs> yeah yeah. He's definitely going up, man. That's great. Thanks so much. You're the best. And he hands you a bunch of coins. Yeehaw. Man, is this guy surfer dude or stoner or indie kid? I don't know, but I like him. Uh, you you go back to the tavern. Uh, things are winding down. It's quite dark at this point in the day. And you, uh, you drop your sack of coins on the counter after reaching up. And Beardo raises an eyebrow. He looks very impressed. He's like, you want me to count these or something? Yes, please. All right, you got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 43. 43, and we're going to say that is enough to hire probably about three band members, <laughs> which is pretty good for a small troop. Um, if there's anyone else who was keeping track of their own personal score, even though you know Marcus definitely got some bonuses... Uh, let us know. Let us know what your score was by emailing us at levelwithuspodcast at gmail.com or by uh, commenting on the YouTube version of this video. So anyway, uh, back to the tavern. Beardo hands him back to you, and he's like, "Reckon you're gonna start your band troop back up? Is that right?" Well, yeah. I met some really nice people in town that I think could join my band. I saw a couple of musical instruments along the way too. I didn't mention oh. them, but they were definitely there the whole time. Oh, what, what instruments? Well, Adam Adams plays the harmonica. And uh, GC, I, I don't see their names, so I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> Gail Kubert. Gail Kubert definitely plays the ocarina that I saw in that temple. <laughs> 
Oh, you, you saw an ocarina. Oh, very cool. I'll tell you what. Anytime you want to play here at the tavern, there's a nice little stage in the corner. You're more than welcome to put on a show here. Well, gee, thanks, mister. Welcome to Puzzleburg. I look forward to our working relationship. And with that, you conclude your journey in Fake Fan Fantasy 2. Hooray! Remake. Integrate. <laughs> Retrograde. The first. 0.2 cross crisis. <laughs> Kai uh, Kai never sleep. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a JRPG if I ever heard one. Yeah, you finished. Good Hooray! job. That you did very well. Some of those I was needlessly cruel, and you still <laughs> still got like basically the majority on every single challenge. So I that was is a just win. I was just enthralled by the fantasy of it. Uh, so I I'm fine that I'm not as well. You know, both of us are fake fans. That's the whole point. Uh, we don't know as much as we'd like to. But well, it's it's fun to stump you, but it's also fun to see you absolutely win. Uh, so I, I think you did great. Do, any highlights on this journey for you? Well, first of all, I got to say, you, I, I know D&D isn't your thing, but you, you'd be such a great dungeon master. You'd be such a good storyteller. I would love to see you do some more of that. Maybe I can get you on my Murder Museum podcast. And I'm down. That'd be cool. That'd be that'd be awesome. Um, I think my favorite one was the the GameCube one for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I I just liked the the multi step process of it, and you not even in explaining it, and that really made it feel mysterious and that more gratifying. But honestly. I thought all of these were really clever challenges, like fishing mini games. Like that's really fun. The, none of these were questions I had like heard of before necessarily. You know, none of them felt old hat. Uh, they all were a lot of fun. Oh, you you killed it! You absolutely killed it. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to our wonderful listeners. We'll be back next time to talk about some video games and maybe play some more trivia along the way. So, until then, I'm Jared. I'm Brooke. And we'll level with you next time. <laughs>